Hey everyone, Dr. Natalie here again. Um, we have a very special guest with us today. Her name is Avery, and I'm gonna let her take it from here. Hi guys, um, so I'm Avery, like she said. I'm from Naperville, Illinois, which is about 45 minutes from Chicago. Um, and I go to Purdue University, and I am part of the class of 2024. Awesome, so you're a first year student then. I am, yeah, really crazy, and first year in a pandemic. Yes, I know, and how's that going so far? Tell us about how virtual learning has been, because I know a lot of us are going to be doing this for a while, it seems like. <laughs> yeah, so the really interesting thing about Purdue is we actually, for the first years, we didn't virtual learn at all, um, which is really different from what I've been hearing from like everybody else who's in school right now, but uh, we didn't actually go online for any classes until the last two weeks of the semester. Um, oh, so wow. it's just been, yeah, it's been really crazy. I mean, we have to wear masks. We can't drink water in the classroom. Um, and we have to wear all of this, like we have to wear our face shields and our masks and wash our hands constantly and wipe down all this stuff. But I honestly yeah. think that was better than trying to be online because I've already met some really great people that I'm hoping can be my like forever family. Aww. Isn't that amazing how we all come from all over the place and these are connections that, you know, you'll make forever. <laughs> I know, it's awesome. And even I love like people on like social media too. Like I love seeing everybody else's stories and I'm like, oh my gosh, my friend from social media, I've never met them, but I feel like I know them. Exactly, because we all have like this similarity, this common denominator where we've all been through so much to get to this point. And then to see everyone making all these like separate blog accounts for their vet med aside from their personal accounts, it's just funny to see how um, I don't know, just like everyone's story, everyone's background. It's just, it's crazy. Yeah. Um, so I was going to go ahead and ask you, what did you always want to be a vet? Let's start with that. So I think in my heart of hearts, I always wanted to be a vet. I think like through like elementary school, when we used to have like those dress up days of like, what do you want to be? There was a couple of like, the first one I ever remember is like, I wanted to be an equestrian. Mm hmm um and then i wanted to like and then i like really love sweets so i was like well maybe i want to be a baker and <laughs> like i just remember i always remember my dad being like no you're gonna be my little doctor you're gonna be my little doctor and i finally just was like yeah okay i love animals like i'm gonna be a vet like let's just do this and i remember playing like in my room at night with my dog like Aww. playing doctor when i was supposed to be sleeping <laughs> it's like you're not up doing bad stuff you're up playing veterinarian <laughs> right right I'm like helping mom and dad have nothing to worry about <laughs> right. well that's awesome so it sounds like you've grown up for a you've, you've grown up throughout your childhood knowing that this was going to be um your ultimate career choice was there ever like maybe a more profound moment though like maybe an experience you had around animals or people or whatever whatever it may have been that inspired you that you knew in your heart that you were meant to be a vet like was there ever that moment I think it was just like I don't remember exactly like a profound moment per se but I just remember being like in school and I loved animals like I loved my animals at home I loved every animal I saw on the street um and I just remember being really good at like biology mm -hmm. oh that helps and so I was like <laughs> 
I was like, I was like, okay, this can totally work. Like, I'm good at biology. I'm good at this. And then I ended up finding out later, like when I was at a cousin's graduation, that one of my second cousins on my dad's side is a vet. And she was like, oh, well, you like, have you shadowed anyone? I was like, no, like, I don't even know where to get started. She was like, well, come stay with me for two weeks. And like, I'll show you around my clinic. And so like, that was kind of the moment I was like, okay, this is really cool. Oh, that's so awesome. So my other question was going to be, um, as you were going through your undergrad, I know you mentioned like, uh, you're very, you're good at your academics, you're good in biology, but was there ever, um, like any obstacles or struggles that you encountered when you were doing your prereqs or when you were studying for your undergrad prior vet school? Oh God. Yes. Um, Tell us all about it. (laughs) I suck at chemistry. Chemistry is like my worst subject. It like doesn't make any sense to me I have to like spend hours and hours and hours on it um and chemistry for me just like didn't click um and like I got a little bit better when we got to organic chemistry but those first chemistries where they're like imagine you're like looking at a smoothie and there's all these molecules in there and I'm like now I'm just thinking about how I want a smoothie from Jamba Juice after this exam (laughs) like this is not I was like, this is just not clicking with me at all. Um, so I actually, like, I made it through my first chemistry, and then I'm getting a C, and that felt like the whole end of the world because, like, mm-hmm. obviously, like, wanting to get into vet school, it's like, oh, my gosh, now I have a C on my transcript. Like, they're not even going to want me anymore. Um, but then, and then I got to my second chemistry, which I ended up failing my very first exam. And I was just like, oh my gosh, my life is over. I'm dropping this class. I can't do it. And I'm like freaking out in my advisor's office. And she's like, hey, get a grip. Go find a tutor. Like, take it again next semester and you'll be fine. Yeah. And I did. And I still only passed with a C. Um, and I was like, okay. I was like, oh my gosh, like, C's, this sucks. So I was like, I'm so not going to get into vet school. I was like, but I'm just going to keep going. So I did my next mm-hmm. organic chemistry and I got another C. So I actually have three C's on my transcript when I applied to vet school. Mm-hmm. Um, because chemistry is just the bane of my existence. And yeah. But then I'm also not very good at nutrition either. Like all of that math. You know, a lot of people aren't actually. Nutrition has definitely... Um, its own challenges that you don't realize until you're in yeah. the class. You're like, what on yes. earth is all this? <laughs> right. Like, I never understood that, like, I just crude protein? What? Like, I didn't <laughs> Oh, know we love crude protein. protein mathematics. That's always the uh, best. It's no. such, if you're listening and you've taken animal nutrition, you know what we're talking about right now. <laughs> yes. And, like, I love animals. I think every any animal should, like, eat well and. But, like, I don't want to try and figure that out. Like, I know I have to take it. Like, I'm taking animal nutrition next semester um, in vet school, but I don't want to. I'm not ready. I'm not good at that math. Hey, but, you know, you've come this far. You know, you've pushed through your chemistry. You've pushed your way into vet school, and you're here, and you're doing it. So, I mean, come on. It's It can't be that bad, right? <laughs> yeah. If you've come well, this far. God. I'm going to find some help if I need to. I was like, I'm just going to like sit in my apartment and like not go to sleep until I figure it out if I have to. I'm sure if you look on Chegg, I think Chegg even has um, some of these problems on there too. I remember looking at Chegg for some of it and it was actually there. So if you're also in the same boat 
as Avery having nutrition next semester and you're panicking, check out Chug. I'm pretty sure I remember seeing them having problems when I was doing animal nutrition my uh, my post back. But hey, I mean, we all have to do it, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely do. We'll get through it though. It'll be fine. Yeah. And so thank you for sharing that though. That I'm sure that wasn't easy to talk about getting C's in undergrad and it's very, very stressful, but I think it's really important to share that because I know that everyone, or at least most students who apply have C's or even more C's than you had, and they still push through guys. They still get in, oh, yeah. you know, getting into vet school. I know it's hard. I know C's can be daunting and we can start to get really negative and in our own heads about it, but you know, depending on where you apply and depending on other strengths in your applications, you know, when there's a will, there's a way. Oh, and what I, speaking of that, Avery, um, so you said you had three C's and you're worried that you weren't going to get in because of that. What do you think was on your application that balanced it out, that strengthened it? So I was, I'm really bad at chemistry, but I'm actually really good at like, um, physics and biology and like mm -hmm. genetics and all of that stuff. Mm -hmm. So I kind of, somebody from a vet school looked at my transcript and, um, she was like, okay, well, if you have these prereqs left, like rock those out and like, you'll, you should be fine because chemistry is a weakness for a lot of people. And she's like, you're not coming to vet school to do chemistry. Thank God. Um, but <laughs> Relief. she was like, yes, honestly, oh my God. She, was like, she was like, just like rock these out and you'll get it. And so like, I think that was a big thing is like my other subjects were really strong. Um, and that stuff just has always clicked for me. Um, but I also think too, a lot of my experience, I tried to hop around mm -hmm. and get different, like small animal experience and different large animal experience. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think that was really helpful. Like I worked in research for a little while and I worked at a dairy farm for a little while. Um, so I think that really helped too. Like, well, she's not just interested in one thing. She's like trying to figure out like where her passion might be. And she's not, I think that was a big thing is like, I'm not limiting myself to, I only like small animal. So I'm only going to work in a small animal clinic. It's like, I doesn't mean I want to work with large animal. Mm -hmm. I just want to be able to experience it. So do you, so I, I know that a lot of people um, bring this up when it comes to experience. I know that some people have said that jumping around may not look good. Um, the board might see that as, oh, she doesn't have a long-term commitment. But then some people have said, no, jumping around is good because it shows that you're interested and you want to be diversified. So if you're going through application process right now with BEMCAS or whatever you're applying through, just remember, um, there really isn't a right way to do this. As long as you have experience, as long as you, as long as in some way you stand out and you can demonstrate that you've learned something, that you know what you're getting yourself into, I think ultimately that's really what the board looks for. Because I don't think one or one way or the other is right or wrong. Um, so I just wanted to mention that quickly because I know some people have asked about that in the past. Like, what's what's the better way to do this? And honestly, I don't think either one is better than the other. I think as long as you show you know, you're making an effort and, you know, you're, you're willing and you're curious and you want to learn and you're passionate, not just about animals, but just about medicine and science. Um, that really stands out when you're applying. So just keep that in mind, guys, if you're listening to this, um, when you're applying for your next cycle. Okay. Thank you for that, Avery. We're going to no go problem. ahead and move on to the next question. So once you started vet school, um, 
what was there any other struggles that you encountered perhaps like studying habits or being long distance from home or anything like that and tell us how you got through it yeah so I thought and I post about this on my Instagram um but I thought that I would go through um vet school and I thought I would everything would click because I was like I'm finally getting to do what I want like everything should be going the way I like everything should be great I should be really good at this and in some classes I was really struggling like I took an animal physiology class in undergrad Mm -hmm. and got an A but then I was like so close to getting a C in that class like by the end of the semester mm-hmm. and I just don't think like I like I I knew it was going to be hard because everyone's like oh it's like getting hit in the face with like a fire hose for vet school and it's mm-hmm. so true yeah but I don't think I like I don't think I realized that like just because like this is what you're meant to do doesn't mean that you're going to be good at everything and that's okay because like that's why we have like specialty vets like that's what they're really good at mm-hmm. and even like your general practice vets, it's like they weren't good at this thing in vet school either. And you know, that's okay. That's so important that you mentioned that. Can you repeat that one line where you said, just because this is our field, um, doesn't mean you have to be good at everything. How did you word it? It was so perfect. Um, it was just that like, just because like you're in vet school and this is your passion, mm-hmm. doesn't mean that like you need to be perfect at everything because there's going to be people mm-hmm. who are better at other things than you and that's what this profession is all about it's about finding people that you can work with yeah and it's about having a team that's like okay she's good at this so I'm gonna lean on her when I get to a problem about Uh this that's so important I'm so glad you brought that up I never really thought about um talking about that that thank you for sharing that that's really important and I think a lot of students who are currently in vet school whether you're first year or fourth year, um, just remember that it's okay to struggle. It's okay, guys. <laughs> it's okay yes. to not be perfect. Newsflash. Yes. <laughs> Thank we you so human much. We are beings too. Exactly. Um, so my other thing, oh, have you ever worked as a technician? That's my next thing I want to talk about. So I have kind of a unique experience with like my um like experience and I only worked as an assistant in one clinic um during high school and I was an assistant not a um tech um Mm -hmm. so that was kind of interesting I was doing more um kennel work and kind of cleaning um than I was actually doing tech things um but it kind of helped me realize like okay this is when I work in a clinic this is not what I want to do Mm -hmm. and stuff like that um because they just didn't have a great um, atmosphere. Um, they didn't treat their staff all the same. Mm-hmm. They definitely had favorites, and I definitely felt that. Um, but it just kind of drives, instead of discouraging me, I kind of took it as like, well, one day I want to own my own clinic, or I want to work in a really great clinic, and this is what I'm not going to look for. Yeah, like you learn about, you learn from this, like what you're not going to do, or what you're, or you're going to remember how this made you feel, and you're going to make sure that you don't allow other people under your, you know, your supervision and your office and your clinic to feel this way. So that's really, that's great that you were able to um, identify that, because it seems like there's a lot of this going on in um, work environments in bad med. There's a lot of negativity, toxic work energy. Um, I used to personally, I used to work at a, a clinic. I won't say where, but it was just chaos. I mean, 
the front was arguing with the back and the back was just a mess because the front wasn't booking anything correctly and everything was and and then the vets obviously the vets their job is to treat the patients right and it's like they don't really have much say in what other people's jobs are you know technicians have their role um the receptionists have their role and the veterinarians have their role and when people just kind of are all over the place it just makes it impossible so this needs to be we need to be better about oh, this yeah. definitely and i hope that like with this new generation going forward is like we've realized that mm-hmm. and we're getting rid of a lot of that toxicity and hopefully things will get better for pre-vets who want to shadow mm-hmm. or even vet students who just want to like get in the clinic for a little while because i just think that like you know if we're if we work together it shouldn't be this it shouldn't be this hard and it shouldn't be having all of these issues i almost even thought of completely dropping vet med or or being pre-vet back at the time when i was doing pre-vet stuff i actually was considering not uh, going forward because i thought if this is what it's like to be a veterinarian i have to work with all this nonsense like i don't want to deal with this and i it really really pushed me and it shouldn't have like people shouldn't have to make a decision like that based off of you know, a, a poor work environment. That's just, it's just wrong. Yeah. So at least we're trying, right? At least, our, like you said, yes. our generation is acknowledging it and there's so much movement and talk about this. So this is really important. And I yeah. think as us that's who are in school right now, with, again, whether you're year one or four, we need to be better once we graduate. You know, we need to change. We are, we need to be the change, you know? Yeah. Because I don't. I think we just really need to. I think we need to push for that change, Um, because this industry is awesome, and the whole reason we all got into this is because we love this industry, and the only way it's going to change is if we change it. Yep, exactly. Well, that was really important to talk about because I I know there's some people that are struggling right now making that decision. If you're if you're listening and you're contemplating dropping being. Um, a vet major because of your work environment it's not the vet major it's your work environment you need to switch it up guys okay if you're listening to this so there's that (laughs) um so the next thing i want to talk about a couple things and we're just going to wrap it up from here um what kind of animals do you think you're going to be working with what's drawing you right now Right now, I'm trying to debate whether I want to do mixed animal or companion animal. Mm -hmm. Um, I worked in a research um, area. I worked in equine parasitology that really helped me, like, fall in love with equine. Yeah. Um, And so I love them. And so one way or another, I want to work them into whether I work, like, companion, which is small and horses, or I want to do mixed and do... um, everything yeah so and I think my undergrad has really drawn me to that because I always thought going in from high school I was like oh I'll just do small animal but like after working at like a dairy farm I love dairy cows um and I just think they're so fun and I love being out on the farm like I love getting my hands dirty and like doing all this stuff and like getting mud on my face and I just think it's a great time so that's what's really drawing me right now Uh um And I really want to do surgery, so I think doing surgery on, like, large animals would be awesome. I've always wanted to, like, wheel them into, like, the operating room from, like, ceiling. (laughs) (laughs) Have you done it before? Like, have you had, like, an internship where you got to do that? Um, 
so I've only done like knee crafties, which is kind of sad because like um, it's like an autopsy on, and it's been on horses. So I've got to like do that, which has been kind of interesting. But I would like to do some stuff, you know, where they get to be alive at the end. Yeah, like coming out of surgery and like the recovery process and all that. Yeah, exactly. Definitely. Well, that's great. A lot of people seem to be into mixed um, mixed animals lately. I think we I think we just realized we love them all and we can't decide. Yes. <laughs> all right. So last but not least, there's two things. Um, what is one I want you to go ahead, list your social media handle so whoever's listening can follow you if they want. And then second, I want you to give one solid piece of advice to another pre-vet or vet student. And what would that be? Okay. Um, so my social media is dog tour Avery, um, with no spaces or anything. Um, and then one piece of advice would just be like, don't give up. Um, if this is what you want, like if you don't get accepted the first time, like call somebody, call the vet school, ask them why you didn't get in and try again, because Mm -hmm. this is what this profession wants this profession wants someone who's persistent and who knows what they want and is willing to go above and beyond to get it and I think that just shows um great resilience and that's what we need in vet med we need people who are going to push like we said earlier to make this profession better Mm -hmm. and if you're pushing to like be your best even if even if your best is only a c but you can come out and be like I tried my hardest or you're pushing because you didn't get into school, that's what they want to see. That's who, like, that's what Vet Med is like, yes, we want this person because Mm -hmm. she's going to push to make this profession better. Yes. So good. Yeah. Well, that was sound. That was really sound advice. Thank you so much, Avery. Um, I'm going to wrap this up from here. And thank you to everyone who listened. Um, The next podcast, we'll see who's going to be up next. But until then... Um, again, thank you, Avery, for coming on today. You were a pleasure to have on the podcast and I'm going to wrap it up from here. So yeah, thanks for having me. Yes. Yes, exactly. Amazing. All right, guys, we'll see you next time. Take care.